Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast. I'm Laura Cruz, your host, also known as the Dream Transition Mentor, and this is episode 148. Now, Something really amazing happened to me last week, actually happened on Friday, and it kind of took me by surprise. I have been, um, what's the word I'd say? Religiously, is that the word? I've been religiously putting this podcast out every Friday, well, with the exception of the other Friday, for about two and a half years. I put the episode out, I alternate between a solo and a guest episode, I find brilliant women to talk to about their businesses to inspire you. Then when I do a solo episode, I do a bit of a ramble about stuff that's been on my mind. I've been doing that for two and a half years. And on Friday, I hit 10,000 downloads of the Your Dream or Mind podcast, which made me feel amazing. And every single one of those 10,000 downloads and of course, some of them are mine because I do actually listen to my own podcast back. And I'll let you into a little secret is when it comes on in the car, the bit at the beginning, when I do the like jingle, the blurb for the podcast, I actually, and this is a bit sad, I say it over the top of my own voice and I know it word for word and I know the pauses and the gaps. And if anybody was watching me, they'd think, what a weirdo talking over her own voice. But I do do that. I'm just being honest. I do it. It comes on. I'll be listening to another podcast and then mine will come on. And I'm like, yes, girlfriend, that's your podcast. Okay. So those 10,000 downloads that I've had, when I first started, I like got five downloads and I was thrilled to bits. And then I got 10 and I was like, yes. And if I got like, if I got 10 downloads per episode, I was absolutely chuffed to bits, really, really thrilled. And then as time went on, I started setting myself targets about how many downloads I would get and challenging myself to get more and more each month. And I've just loved it because each one of those 10,000 downloads is somebody, including me, who's been interested in hearing what I have to say. So what either what I have to say, what my guest has to say, they have been interested in the content, you know, whatever's drawn them to it. And what's interesting about it is that twice now I've had people recognise my voice because they've listened to the podcast. So um, to say, oh my God, I really recognise your voice. And oh, hang on, is it you that's got the podcast? How amazing is that to be recognised by uh, my very deep voice? I find that to be... um, just amazing. So when I started the podcast, I kind of had a thought about where I might go with it and and things have changed over time. Like I started out and it was about, when I talked about dreams back then, it wasn't necessarily related to business. It was just kind of open about your dream to do anything. And then I kind of um, like uh, drilled down into 
helping women to set up uh, their dream life and business, you know, the, the dream business, which helps them to create the dream life they've always wanted. So I kind of changed into that, but it's it's kind of morphed and evolved as I've gone along. I've had no plan for it. Um, I still don't have a plan for it other than I want amazing women to come on. And I've got more choosy about who I've had on as guests because I think sometimes I was scrabbling to get guests and I didn't really do enough research into who I wanted to come on. Um, don't get me wrong, every single guest have, I've had on, I've absolutely loved, but I want, I now, I don't like say, oh, who wants to come on my podcast? I reach out and have done this for a long time. I say, God, you're amazing. Could I interview you for the podcast? So I'm much more discerning about who I have on because I want you to listen to amazing, amazing stories of brilliant businesswomen because you know, the, the premise of the podcast is that you, you as a listener, listen to me talking or me talking with a guest and you hear what we're saying. And inside you, you're thinking, if they can do it, I can do it too. That's what I want you to get from this podcast. So I really hope that is what you get. And if you haven't left a review yet, I'd really appreciate if you left a review for the podcast, because this helps listeners to come and find it much more easily. Um, just helps with uh, kind of visibility. But yeah, I would love it if you would leave a review and tell me what you get from the podcast. So I want to talk to you today about noticing things about yourself. And the reason I want to talk to you about this is because I've been noticing things about myself in the last, well, I always notice things about myself because it's a very much a kind of, um, it's a coaching thing, right? To get to kind of get curious and notice things about yourself. And what I mean by that is noticing how you feel about certain things, noticing how you respond to certain things, notice how certain words can have an impact on you, notice how you behave when you get put in a different situation. Just get curious about you and what you notice about yourself. And you are the expert on yourself, right? You are the person who who kind of hangs out with yourself the most, if that makes sense. So, you know, really take some time to notice what happens to you. And a couple of things were happening to me last week and I was kind of quite surprised. Um, so I thought I'd talk to you about it. So one thing I noticed about myself is that I have had a really busy bit Rizzy, really busy September. This episode is going out at the beginning of October, but I'm recording it on the 2nd of October. So I've had a really, really busy September, like really manic. And I have loved it. I've been planning for ages what was going to happen in September and um, really, really excited. Put all this work in, really busy, like really, really busy. Um, you know, loads of stuff going on. Absolutely loved it had an absolute cracking month, had the best month in terms of income since I started my business. So amazing, amazing. Absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Like money coming in, feeling really good, signing up new clients, signing up people to the Dream Life Academy, running an event, doing my networking group, you know, speaking at networking of events, doing the photo shoot. I just felt like I was bossing it. Felt like I was bossing it. And I was like, yeah, come on, I've got this. And then, then I had a quiet week where I didn't have much planned in, which is a good thing because obviously I've been a bit manic. But what I find is I've become a bit like a sulky teenager. And I'm just being honest with you. I noticed this about myself. I've become a bit sulky. 
and a bit like, oh, well, that's all done. What next kind of thing? And I hadn't really planned anything in after the September. I don't know why. I still really resist planning in my business. I don't know why. It's a block that I've got to get past. I still resist having a clear plan about what I'm doing. And, you know, the the, the, the bigger the business gets, I, I can't just kind of wing it all the time. I do need to get better at planning and uh, having a strategy. I'm great at helping other people with that, less so at doing it myself. That's something else I notice about myself. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, I've been really, really busy. And then now it's a bit quiet and I haven't really got anything planned in. And, oh, you know, sulky teenager Laura comes out where I'm like, a, uh, what's, what's the point of me? What am I doing? Why do I feel like this? What's going on? I don't want to do any work. And I just just got really, um, not negative, but a bit, what's the point? Because I kind of like the frenzy of it being really busy. I like the feeling of uh, of money coming into my account, like every day or every other day, whatever it was. I like all of that. I like the buzz, the energy. I like it. I love it. I love it. And then it, fell away to kind of nothing and I just became a bit a bit morose and um and I was quite surprised and then I was looking on social media which is obviously is the bane of everybody's life looking at what other people are doing and imagining that they're living their best life you know like I'd been living obviously a few weeks before you know living my best life at all the events, doing all the things all over social media, looking at other people who were doing all that and comparing myself to them and feeling like, oh, well, they must be better at business than me or, you know, they must be making more money or, oh, they're they're just better than me because, because of what they're doing. Forgetting that I'd been doing that myself like two weeks before and had been reveling in all the the stories that people were sharing and really enjoying the, you know, the visibility and being out there. I'd forgotten all that because then I started started to compare myself to other people and kind of left myself feeling a bit wanting. Is that the the phrase? Found myself wanting. No, I can't remember what the phrase is. Anyway, my menopausal brain will not allow for that phrase to come to me. So, A, I noticed that I was a bit of a sulky teenager, being ridiculous and not actually looking at what I'd achieved. And I was talking to a friend at the weekend and she said, if a coaching client said to you, you know, asked you to reflect on, oh no, if, sorry, if I was being coached, no, that's not it. If a coaching client said to me that they were comparing themselves to somebody else, my menopausal brain is not helping me today. So she said, if a coaching client said to you that they were comparing themselves to somebody else, what would you say? And I said, I'd say you're on your own journey, recognise your successes. You know, I can reel off all the things that I should be doing. And uh, of course, she had a great point and she was right. But it's very easy to get caught into that trap of like comparisonitis, you know, enjoying the highs. And then when things aren't as high all the time, thinking, oh, God, you know, nothing's working and being a bit miserable. So I noticed that about myself. But I also noticed that. I can feel a bit envious when I look at social media and I I share that. And that's a really honest thing. I feel a bit envious sometimes because I think sometimes. So when I start to feel a bit like, well, work's a bit quiet, then I look around and I see people who are like killing it. And then I think, oh, why are they killing it? And I'm not. 
what's what's happening there and that my friend is a recipe for disaster because you are not comparing like with like in the sense that everybody is on their same journey doing something slightly different with their business we're not doing the same things we don't want the same things we're working at our own pace some of us want to be more visible than others some of us want to push harder than others work harder there's all sorts of different things but looking at other people then made me feel a bit oh and that's not very good for my brain it's not very good for my mindset because it, may, it kind of makes me question what i'm doing and as i say the reality is i was doing that myself a few weeks before but now i'm comparing myself to somebody who's further down their business journey and it's ridiculous it's a real reminder you know if you notice that about yourself if you notice yourself looking at what other people are doing and not in a not in a oh my god i'm so pleased for them that they're doing this or that's amazing they're doing that oh well done they won that award or oh god that's so amazing that they signed that new client one take it with a pinch of salt not saying people aren't telling the truth. I'm just saying we show our best bits, right? We show social media is a show reel. It's the highlights. It's not the Jesus Christ, I didn't sleep or, you know, I'm hormonal or I've had an argument with my partner or I don't know what I'm doing or, you know, I haven't got the money coming in. We don't do that, do we? What we say is, hey, these are our best bits. So when you are looking at somebody's show reel, you are thinking, oh, my life isn't like that, but their life isn't like that all the time either that's the best bits um so it's not helpful to look at social media when you're feeling like that but also um you know social media is great for seeing what other people are doing and getting ideas not copying but just seeing what kind of what are the trends what's happening what's the feel what's going on in the world understanding what you know where people are right now but if you are looking at socials and it's making you feel like that then the best thing is not to even look at it is to come away from that come away from that so that's what I noticed about myself in the last like week or so is that I felt a bit listless, didn't really know what I was doing. So then I started looking around and then and then being really self-critical. Now, of course, the reason I was feeling like that is because I hadn't set a plan for what I need to do. And whilst I I know what I need to do on a kind of daily basis in the sense that, you know, I need, I need to put a podcast out on a Friday. I need to do this. I need to, um, you know delegate some work to my VA, I need to organise the networking group, I need to, you know, do my sessions with my academy members, whatever, and all of that. But what I'm talking about is, where's my goal? Where's my direction? I, there's three months left of the year, you know, this is, I'm recording this on a Monday, the 2nd of October, it's an, it's a Monday, it's great start, you know, great to start a new week, it's a new month, it's the new quarter, like, why have I not put that plan in place to help me to stop feeling listless? So the reason it's good to notice things about yourself is so that you can then be almost kinder to yourself about what's going on. But also you then put a plan in place to stop that happening again. So I am much better with my planning than I've ever been. Definitely I'm much better, but I need to do more. I need to plan more further out so that when I, you know, have the highs of, you know, like, like my busy September, I then am ready to go straight into something else. I might leave a big gap where I'm like, oh, and ironically, as I'm saying that to you, I say this in my book about not leaving a gap so that you don't fall in between, you know, like your to-do list. I mean, it's ironic, isn't it, that 
all the things I say in my book, I don't actually always do everything myself, which that's an honesty thing. And that isn't that it's what I say, what I talk about in the book isn't right. It's just that we can all be an expert and guide you and be super helpful to other people. But sometimes applying that to ourselves is different. It's just different. So perhaps what I should be doing today is reading my own book and inspiring myself with my own pearls of wisdom, my own words, and uh, reminding myself that actually planning, looking to the future, identifying what I get from it, um, connecting in with the magic, creating a plan and actually doing it is, is really what I should be doing. So maybe that's what I notice about myself. I should follow my own advice more. Interesting, right? So um, what do you notice about yourself? What do you notice about your behaviour or how you feel or your emotions, your thoughts? What do you notice about yourself um, this week? I would love you to pay more attention to how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're doing. And then let me know, because the more that you notice things about yourself, the more you can either do something different or do more of the thing. You know, if you notice something and it's a good thing, great, keep doing it. You know, either do do more of it, do less of it, do something differently, be kind to yourself, make a plan. The more that you notice about you and how you think, act and feel, the more you can improve and do differently and be more successful in the future. Let me know if this episode has kind of like hit something with you have you had a light bulb moment are you thinking about what you've noticed about yourself and uh i'd love to hear your thoughts um and if you'd like to work on your mindset i'm running some mindset and more sessions at my beautiful home in Amptill in bedfordshire um in october and november so if you would like to bag a spot at one of those then um check out the link i will pop it into the show notes i would love to see you there we'll spend a day working on your mindset and there'll be quite a lot of cake um really good to talk to you have the best week and i'll see you next time my fellow dreamer you have been listening to the your dream or mind podcast with laura cruz if you're ready to create the dream life and business that you've always wanted then let's work together order my book listen to the podcast join the dream life academy come to the dream life business club get involved with me i can help you to create the dream life and business you've always wanted